Hello folks. Today we have with us Graham Zink, uh, voice actor for the podcast audio drama Angel and May. Um, my name is Everett Patterson. I am going to be conducting this interview. Uh, but without further ado, let's get to know Graham and his characters better. So, Graham, I understand that you've done some community theater before, and you're now doing these audio podcast roles. How has your experience in community theater influenced and informed these two characters that you play in Angel and May? The biggest thing that my past experience has given me is an insight into how to get into other people's heads. I've done a lot of interesting things in the past. One time I was a pirate captain, which was definitely not something I'm used to. Uh, one time I was a donkey, which is, you know, not, not human. So <laughs> right. it's, it's completely different experience. And in order to do that, you, you sort of become physically that character. So even in an audio drama, I find that I have to get physically invested into what this character is thinking, what it's feeling, what it's doing. So as Donkey, for instance, I would have my hooves up as I was moving around the stage and I would get so into that that <laughs> some days I would go to school and I'd have my, my hooves up uh, as I was right. walking around and I realized, ooh, nope, I am human. So for this, even though it's not the same kinds of characters, it's given me insight into how to get into those characters. Right, how to embody the... Very, very neat to hear that, especially still happening in an audio <laughs> drama. I don't necessarily... I guess when I listen to audio dramas, I can hear... Like, I, I, I do get into the character, but I, I have a hard time imagining them, you mm -hmm. know, being more than. So, so that's really... Need to hear, and so you've alluded to these characters that you play in in Angel and May. Um, the first, or I mean, there's no particular order, but one of them is Christopher, who is a human, is an astronomer. Uh, the other character is perhaps a bit more unique. Uh, Every when is a planet-sized uh, alien AI. Um, so, so very, very different characters. Um, but they both have some underlying uh, geekiness, perhaps. Um, you know, science and AI and all that jazz. And you, if I'm not mistaken, study computer science. Um, so I'd be curious to know how has uh, your, your real life, the Graham Zink a student experience, student and CS experience, influenced uh, your portrayal of, of these two geeky characters? Right. So... Christopher is probably the closer one of the two to my own personality. Right. You're, you're not an AI. <laughs> no, I'm not. So Christopher is super into his studies. He loves to talk about his research and explore all these possibilities, explain it to people. That's me too. I'll go on, on and on and on about theoretical computer science and be really engaged and then talk about things with, with all these metaphors in order to help other people understand. And it, it, it still sort of just goes over other people's heads, a little bit like Christopher. Okay. So that's how my experience has influenced Christopher's character. Everyone, on the other hand, being an artificial intelligence, it's pretty different. Right. 
So in order to get into the head of everyone, I think of how machine learning works and how, okay, initially you have no data, terrible. Nothing works, don't understand anything. It's like, what's going on here? Collect data as much as you can and then eventually you, be, you become able to predict things and understand some of the, the intricacies of the world around. So everyone has this capacity to understand things because of this ability to sense so much and collect all that data and understand it. So in a way, I, I think of everyone through that framework of slowly being able to understand, piece things together, and eventually is, is way more able to navigate human situations than even a human is able to. Interesting, interesting. And so, so you, you play these characters and uh, you go, receive the invitation to play these characters uh, from Australia. So, so we are currently in Canada. Um, coronavirus is a thing. <laughs> Um, but you were contacted uh, from the other side of the world asking, Graham, could you be a part of this podcast? Is that correct? Yes, 100%. And, and what was your reaction when you got this invitation coming from the other end of the world? I was a little bit surprised. It was, it was unexpected. So we collaborated once on a song, and that was really, really cool. This was something completely different and a lot more. Uh, so when I received the email, I was thinking, that's weird. I'm in Canada. I'm like, every email I send is at least 12 hours difference just because right. of the time change. But I thought, eh, it's COVID. You know what? I've got nothing better to do. So I decided to, to go for it. And yeah, it's, it's been a fun time. Awesome. Awesome. I'm glad to, I'm glad to hear that it's been a positive experience. And I mean, you've been able to embody these characters and they have some quirks and some traits that you've alluded to. Uh, one that you have not yet alluded to is that uh, Christopher has a sexy, what, what <laughs> one might call a sexy French accent. Um, why is that? So initially, he was supposed to have a German accent. Okay. And just, you know, be, be a, a, a nice German research guy. Yeah. And then I said, no, I, I, I definitely can't pull off a German accent. But I did spend a few months in France doing some okay. research, and I met this amazing supervisor who... Uh, had a bit of a sexy French accent that I could mimic it a little bit. So whenever I want to be my my sexy Frenchman, I just have to put on my my Hervé Marchand channel, his his superpowers, and then away we go. Super neat, super neat. <laughs> and so that's Christopher. Everyone obviously very different characters. Um, Everyone, super powerful AI, can do essentially whatever they want, and yet they choose to focus on the small things. Why, why is that? Why do you feel that everyone has this interest in, in the minutiae? Well, if you think about it, if you had the power to do everything, you don't have to die, you've got all the time in the world, what are you going to do? You could conquer the universe, sure. That's a valid option. But like, what's the point? 
after you conquer it, it's conquered. Like, you could manage it, that's like a lot of work. And you could like, get weapons, but you're, you're not gonna die, so like, what's the point in weapons? What's the point in any of this? What, what really matters is just like, enjoying the world, and enjoying the universe at large. So, everyone, essentially, you know, why not just go taste every single wine that you could possibly have? Why not taste every single cheese? Why not paint every painting? You could do anything. And, you know, those small things, those small things are what matters. I, I think that some life lessons that <laughs> transcend AI-ness, and I think perhaps a lot of humans, myself included, could benefit from, especially <laughs> trying all the cheese in the, in the mm. world. That is something I, I envy of everyone. Um, but re returning to Christopher, so obviously the, the show has more than just your characters. You're not doing this solo, there are other collaborators. Mm -hmm. And in particular, there's another character that Christopher has a, a special interest in. Um, so Christopher has a crush on Sophie, um, who treats Christopher um, in what some might call a cruel manner. Uh, how do you feel uh, about this treatment and what are your thoughts on how she does? It breaks my heart, man. Every time, every time she breaks his heart, my, my heart breaks too. And not just because I'm playing his character. Like, yeah, okay, my heart has to break a little bit because I'm, I am him. But also just like, my heart, it's like, it's been stomped on, and it's like no longer here, it's like... You empathize. Yeah! Right? It's really rough! And, and so, so that's a bit of the Christopher-Sophie dynamic, um, but everyone also has a, a bit of a special relationship with uh, one of the characters. One might call everyone and Alex best mates or something along those lines. Um, obviously, uh, everyone being the AI, uh, alien, planet-sized being that it is, um, is very different from Alex, but they have something in common. Something brings them together. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? So, secretly, Alex really loves origami. Okay. Origami's pretty cool. And he spends a little bit of time about it, doesn't, doesn't tell a lot of people. Everyone, though, when he noticed, everyone is very perceptive, everyone has this ability to learn anything pretty much instantaneously. So, you know, in 14 nanoseconds, he just decided, oh, I'm just gonna learn everything in, in the, the universe related to origami. From that point forward, everyone could just pull out some cool origami trick, pass that over to Alex. What? Origami, what? So, <laughs> Alex, you know, has this incredible bond now, has um, sort of this great leader to learn from. And in return, everyone has a, a pet to take care of with origami. I, you know, friend, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> that kind of friendly relationship. Interesting. Very, very neat. Um, Graham, <laughs> I want to thank you for giving us more insight into Angel and May, the audio podcast drama, and some of uh, the characters and, and the stories behind them. So 
Uh, Gramsing, thank you very much for being with us today. Thank you.